0: This is how have you not seen a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in our cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, whoa, you never watched the squid and the whale
1: or you seriously haven't seen broadcast news or
0: how have you not seen vanilla sky? Welcome back to How Have You Not Seen. I am your co-host, Carson Betts. And I am your other co-host, Caroline Thompson. This is a movie podcast where every week one of us brings one of our favorite movies the other hasn't seen. We talk about it. And then we go and watch the movie. And then we talk about it some more. Oh, it's it's going to be, this one's going to be a good time. Caroline, I'm, you Is know, it going
1: to be a good time? It's
0: going to be great. I'm I'm breaking, I feel like I'm breaking the conceit of this show a little bit.
1: Because because yep. it's one of your it's not one of your favorite movies that the other
0: hasn't seen. It's just a bug nuts movie the other hasn't seen. I would say that this is <sighs> one of my favorite movies. There are, like moments in this film that are my favorite to talk about. Like, I think that this movie counts because i I talk about it more than I talk about some of my favorite movies. That's fair. That is fair, ok. and i I want you to join in on this. And so I ask you this question. How have you never seen Vanilla Sky?
1: Um. So I remember, because this is what, uh, like 2000, 2001? Yeah, let me look it up. I
0: think 2000.
1: And I remember the advertising for this movie was all over the fucking place, like when I was a kid. And I remember it being one of those things where, like, I remember, like, being at the cinema and seeing, like, one of the giant, like, the very tall, like, standee posters, Mm -hmm. of like fucking tom cruise and i was like whoa the movie's called vanilla sky i was probably like six or seven and i was like i was like i don't know what that is but i was like i want to see that and my mom is like no that's a grown-up movie and i was like okay and then uh a few years later i heard it was like i mean i don't want to beat around the bush here but like i kind of heard it was like utter trash
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's so much but here's the thing it's so much more than that right right but
1: that's as as a lot of these cases tend to be that like movies that are like i don't know like i feel like we don't get as many movies like this anymore where they're like huge swings i feel like nowadays Mm -hmm. big star studded like big like star vehicles that are like bad are just like and and again i have not even seen this movie so like I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on it, but it's like, you know, like, like a red notice kind of thing where it's like, it's just kind of like generic. Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like paint by numbers, like the studio, like did a, like it's, it's like, Oh, we're going to make this big like star-studded movie as like a safe thing, you know? Whereas like back in the day you would get films like this, I think, which it's like Tom Cruise, the biggest movie star in the world doing just an utterly like bug nuts, just total mess of a movie, which Mm -hmm. like, is a miss because it's kind of deranged not because you know Deranged is the
0: correct term for this movie for
1: every for every you know for every collateral beauty you get you get a hundred red notices you know yes yes that is every book of henry you know and i feel like i feel like my the reputation and we'll this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit to the next question mm-hmm. but i feel like i feel like vanilla sky is more in the uh is kind of like a, a, a predecessor to your um to your book of henry's to your um what's the one i literally just said um collateral beauty like collateral beauty yeah just like just like fucking like Weird and kind of terrible swings, as opposed to just like, oh, yeah, we made another movie in which The Rock is The
0: Rock. The Rock is the Rock. Here's the thing about The Rock is that he is The Rock. And here's Here's the the thing about Ryan Gosling he's hot, but he's proud. Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan! Hey, Ryan Gosling, also hot and funny. Let me tell uh, you, I, I just rewatched Gosling, The Nice Guys like a week ago.
1: Good for you. Ryan Gosling hasn't been in a movie in too long, and I miss him because, like, five years ago, I would say like eighteen percent of my personality was standing Ryan Gosling, and like, dude, I need that uh, right, part of know, my life
0: back. That's still like ninety percent of my personality. Okay, do you know what? What do you know about this movie? First off, do you know the director? Who the director this is?
1: Don't tell me because the thing is, is I do, I yeah. know, I know that it's like mm. someone, you know, like I know it's like a somewhat big name director.
2: Mm. I know it's someone.
1: Well, but like, like, <laughs> I know that I know the director and that I am familiar with the director's work. I just like, it's not Danny Boyle, is it?
0: No, that would be, no, this is before Danny Boyle started to suck.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know, tell me. Cameron Crowe. Oh, okay. Yes. Are,
0: yes. 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 You, yes. Wh- what's have you like? Have you seen a lot of Crowe? Have you seen fucking like?
1: I've seen almost you famous. Know. Um, almost seen, famous is fine. Almost famous is good. I would probably maybe go so far as to say I, I like. Yeah, almost, I most, haven't seen it in most, five years,
0: but sure most people like almost famous more than i do yeah but you're not but you haven't sampled like his his truly shit terrible like later work Mm -hmm. like elizabeth town and fucking aloha and and, like and like okay
1: was he we bought a zoo he was we bought a zoo i
0: fucking (laughs) love we bought a zoo (laughs) (laughs) honestly we bought a zoo is a lot better than most of like the last period yeah oh yeah oh yeah that that movie is like Makes sense. And a lot of his others just don't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. The fact that this is the fact that this is a Cameron Crowe movie is like kind of unlocking some things for me, like yeah. in terms of like, yeah. oh, like that makes like that is much less <laughs> of an enigma now. Yes. But yes. Okay. So it stars Tom Cruise. And, yes, it does. Okay. So like, isn't the premise like. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it have something to do with like, <laughs> okay, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm like off face here, but mm-hmm. isn't it like that he's like a super hot, like, male mile and he like gets in a car accident and like, breaks his face
0: or something? <laughs> You're not that far off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, Here's it's the like, thing. it's like, and it's like,
1: and it's like he has to deal with like being an ugly now. <laughs> like, isn't that it? <laughs> <perfect? laughs>
0: I'm really excited to talk about this movie after you watch it because it's like the ways in which you're correct, you're so right, and the ways in which you're wrong are so interesting. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. um uh, No. Yeah. I have. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know that much about this movie. It is a remake, okay. right? Did I get that right? It, it is like it, a it remake is, yeah. of a, of an Indian film. Is that correct? Of a
0: Spanish film. Spanish of a Spanish film. film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's so, that's so funny. Okay. Do you know anything? Do you know anything else about vanilla sky?
1: Um, I know that the poster is very blue and
0: mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah. Blue ass sky and Tom Cruise's blue ass eyes. All right. Fantastic. Well, if that's all, you know, I am so ready for our little game this week. It is one we have not played in quite some time. It is two truths and a lie oh jesus okay let's go here it comes everyone at home you know how fucking two truths and a lie works I, I i trust you 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 got it so i've got three facts two are true one fabrication i totally invented it like last night caroline's gonna try and guess which one that is are you ready yes fact number one studio exam. Executives wanted Cameron Crowe to use CGI to remove shots of the World Trade Center after the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001. Crowe refused, and they appear in several establishing shots. Okay. Fact number two. Jared Leto auditioned for and was heavily considered to be the frontrunner for the role that eventually went to Jason Lee.
1: Wow, okay. Jason Lee's in this? I mean, I guess it could be a lie, yeah,
0: you don't know. It could be a lie. That's true. <laughs> Fact number three, the construction of the set that was used for the Times Square scene took three weeks and eight set builders working sixty to eighty hour weeks and was overseen by former New York City manager Jason Chris.
1: Wow. those are all things I can absolutely believe. other I mean, in in the way that like film productions are fucking insane and like the stories you hear, because I mean, that is, I mean, the CGI removal of um, the world trade center is a thing that a lot of movies did. Um, And so the thing for me is like, it's less crazy that um, it's less crazy that the studio asked and that like you were saying that I'm like, Oh, that's like probably gotta be true. Like, like whatever like that's uh very common but then when you said crow refused i was like wow um because you know like in like very famously like that was a big deal with remy spider-man is they had to scrap mm-hmm. a lot of marketing they had to like edit a bunch of shots um mm-hmm. so adam man saying
0: you mess with new york you mess with one of us you mess with all of us
1: yes they did have to add that they had to throw yeah. they had to they had to add in a bunch of um a bunch of uh very diverse New Yorkers all throwing trash at the Green Goblin, which Great. honestly a vibe. Um yeah, such something, a something, something something, something, Pizza rat.
0: Um mm, yes.
1: Let me think. Pizza um, time. Hey. <laughs> um, so I think that one's probably true. <sighs> I'm gonna say Jared leto was not uh considered for the role because the last one is so specific it leaves you a lot of places to like haha his name was not jason chris it was chris jason haha mm. but like that's very specific so i'm gonna say that jared Leto was not considered for the role all
0: right and or that
1: it did not end up going to jason lee but
0: all right. stack number two all right and we will reveal which one was a lie when we come back caroline are you ready to go watch fucking vanilla sky I fucking guess. Yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's go.
2: Open your eyes. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> the, the,
1: the uh the coveted cory brings us back from the break
0: do, that doesn't I, happen frequently you don't get those very often but I, I i liked
1: i liked that because i had no idea how to start this although that is i won't say the obvious choice because i didn't think of it but that is like clearly like the best most on brand choice
0: <laughs> i i would we do need to finish the game but I yeah this this is such a weird. I said it in the first half. This is such a weird fucking movie. Like I rewatched it. I was That's like, a weird movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's still well, cause like I knew the plot the second time I watched it. Like I'm all, I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. And then right, I still watched right. it. I was still like, what the fuck? All right, Caroline, we need to get back to the game. Just real quick, opening thoughts. What'd you think?
1: Um, very weird. Oh yes. Low key, kind of really dug it. <laughs> that's so interesting like low-key was like pretty into it
0: yeah okay i really want to hear this i really want to hear this we do need to finish the game real quickly okay so we did two truths and a lie you guessed that my fact that jared leto auditioned for the role that eventually went to jason lee was a lie is that correct that is not correct that is that is the truth. He did. That audition. is the truth.
1: Were they just looking for people with the initials JL? Like, what's the deal? I don't. I
0: <laughs> look. I don't know. But can you imagine if Jared Leto was that role in this movie? It would be so fucking weird.
1: It would be yeah. much worse. Even, and That role is already pretty much weird. Worse.
0: That role is already pretty cursed. Um,
1: and it so- makes sense once you get to the end of the movie, but like, yeah, for a lot of the movie, I'm like, why is
0: this person like this? Like, this sucks. Like, why <laughs> is he like this? Why is he even here? Like, why? <laughs> Why do yep. we need this man? Um, so my lie was that the construction of the set that was used for Times Square scene took three weeks, eight self-builders working 60, 80 hours a week and overseen by former New York City manager, Jason Chris. That's because they just fucking shot that shit in Times Square. They just shut the place down. and Yeah, they just shut Times Square down for like eight hours and just did it. That's pretty rad. Is bit- rad. I, that's a cool. That's a very cool visual of Times Square all empty. It's real cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you lose. Uh, uh, suck my boogers. Caroline, eat my Carson, is, Carson is wrecking you. I'm that's okay. You you beat me last season, and now I'm fucking coming. I'm coming, coming like with a, like a vengeance. with a with a vengeance, much like Tom Cruise doing circles in the middle of a club with two faces on either side of his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am. I am jumping up and down on Oprah's couch. <laughs> and i'm coming for you um all right so let's get into it what uh, just just talk go for it i want to hear what you think about this movie um you I, said you cried i'm so I said I teared up i said okay, i teared right, up a right. little bit a the little tears bit did not fall
1: yes a, 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 a never never nary a tear fell from my water line down my cheek however mm. i i did feel feel i brewing a little bit um mm no yeah i don't know i mean i think that um obviously a very strange movie it is this kind of like interesting like and this is a few years before so like it's not like this is aping it but like this is very like it's like eternal sunshine light almost Mm -hmm. you know very much that thing of like let's use like weird soft sci-fi to like really explore like you know human memory human like emotion human like um like like love I guess like romance kind of um and I found it to be very strange the first Mm -hmm. 20 minutes I'm like what the fuck like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is happening and then kind of like once you kind of like get on like the wavelength of the film I found myself just kind of being like okay, like this is really strange, but like, like I'm invested. Like I know what's going on. Like I'm here. I'm like seeing the story unfold, and like I'm not pulling at my hair because I hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not a frustrating film to watch, certainly, which I was kind of expecting. Yeah. It It, it is a confusing film, but like that's obviously on purpose. And yeah. I was kind of like the film's reputation. I was kind of uh, waiting for this to get like, super like like self-indulgent and stupid Mm -hmm. um and just like a bug that's crazy but like in a way that like makes you roll your eyes and like i didn't really hate it honestly
0: interesting interesting that is so interesting i mean i don't hate it either like i'll put that in here i mean like i think i've said i chose this movie not because i love it but because i do just love the idea of it and i do it is just a movie that I like to talk about a lot. At yeah. any time, I I will walk up. Did you see Vanilla, You ever seen Vanilla Sky? Just to like get their you know thing on it. I do not like it as much as you. It's very interesting that you connected to it. Like you connected to it on an emotional level because I do not at all like. Which I I think personally for me is just because like I kind of don't give do a shit about the central romance.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like, fair.
0: Like this is okay, and after this, this is the movie where like Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz started dating after this, which is weird oh, to me. Which is weird Cruise, to me. Cruz and Cruz, Cruise. yeah, Cruz Cruise X Cruz. Cruise, uh, David Ames X Sophia Serrano, which is the name of a pepper. It but- is.
1: I, that is exactly what I thought too, because I was looking at the I was looking at the um, HBO credits like mm-hmm. on the thing, and like weirdly they give like they do the full character name first. And it's like, they do like first and last name. And then like, as if like, we're, it's not like Tom Cruise as David Ames, it's like David Ames played by Tom Cruise. And so I'm like going on the side, I'm like, who the fuck is Sophia Serrano? I was like, and I was like, oh, that's the character name. Like, and yeah. that's the name of a pepper.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. She's a beautiful pepper woman. Because she's a, she's a spicy Latina woman. Obviously she, she, she must be named after Ann she Pepper. She must be named after a pepper. I mean, as is Cameron Diaz, um, but i, I guess she's supposed to be book
1: name yeah yeah like, she's uh, supposed to be julie
0: gianni yeah julie gianni is a really good name that's that's especially second time watching it's like damn that's a good name and i thought it for the exact reason I'm like that should be like a new member of the fantastic four julie gianni yeah. um, uh, and it's like and it's like it it is kind of silly because like obviously
1: those people are rooted in his reality mm-hmm. but like as from like a filmmaking standpoint you do kind of need to give them very 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 like recognizable names because when the film begins to devolve into like his i won't say psychosis because it's like it's not that he's crazy he's having a nightmare yeah like as it devolves into his nightmare and like the central conceit of the last 30 minutes of the nightmare is that he can't tell these two people apart mm-hmm. it's like you do need to have very like starkly different actresses and very like recognizable names yeah so like while the names are like kind of extremely silly it's like if it was just like like i don't know if the names were less kind of silly i think that it could get a little bit more confusing
0: yeah also i mean david ames good name solid ass name for yeah, a leading definitely, man in a movie. absolutely but like i don't it's weird to me that Go back to what I was initially saying. Like, it's it's weird to me that like Cruz and Cruz started dating after this because I find them to have zero chemistry in this entire movie. Oh really? I I disagree. I I, I disagree. I I yeah, like that. I mean, they really just have like. I mean, there's the scene at the party, and then there's the scene at her apartment, and the scene in her apartment is very weird. I think the part that is the point in the movie where because it's really it's after the the weirdness of the first twenty minutes, and then before when everything starts to get really bug nuts um so like that scene in the apartment is especially second time watching and I was like I am bored like I like it's just I mean we're establishing the life extension thing kind of in the background but like I really don't care about watching these two people like kind of make moony eyes at each other
1: see I disagree because Mm. one I think part of it is that like I had um I had really low expectations sure too, I think like a thing that I kept thinking about while watching this, especially in like the first act when like it's just kind of establishing like Tom Cruise is rich and hot. Yeah. um I was just kind of thinking. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, Tom Cruise really used to be able to play like a human being. I was like, like Tom Cruise yep. used to actually be like pretty charming and yep. like in like that like I am very arrogant. Like I wouldn't even say arrogant because like he's never like rude or mean about it, but just that like. I look like this and I fucking know it. And like, I am going to, I am going to like breeze through this. Like, like my character is going to breeze through this film as if he knows he is this hot, but like weirdly, like weirdly charming. I felt, um, for the first, like for the first act of the movie. And, um, I don't know, like I, I just kind of was like, maybe it was just because my expectations were so low, but like I, that was kind of like the point in the movie where I kind of like, like keyed into it a little bit because so much of the so much of the beginning is like tom cruise is hot and drives a mustang and everybody yeah. wants to be him and like yeah like jason lee wants to be him and cameron diaz wants to be with him but all he wants is like someone to understand him and so when it's like you know when it is like that thing of like he just goes back to like a woman's apartment and it's just like he gets to like you know be charming but like that thing of like you know okay like i'm not in public i don't have to be like a magazine publisher like this woman isn't like rich like i'm not trying to get anything like professional or like career or like material out of her i just think she's like kind of pretty and like we're gonna go back to like her by 2001 film standards like shitty poor person apartment her, and, like, her, yeah. you know her which in is real like, life
0: her fucking dope ass apartment yeah, yeah her
1: giant manhattan apartment uh-huh. but it's on the first story and like there's less natural <clears> light so like it is it is clearly like, telegraphed as like a poor
0: person apartment but yeah. like
1: i don't know so, like i i liked it
0: yeah i i just i mean that's okay that's my other big one of my like big takeaways in this movie and the thing that i think i say in public the most about it when people ask like this is cory Texted us before that uh cory your wife asked you what is vanilla sky about and you were like i don't know."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah.
0: Which like same thing. If anybody asks me, like, I'll be like, "You need to watch *Villainous Guy*," and they're like, "What's it about?" I'm like, uh, "Anything I would tell you would would ruin it," and also I don't really know how to encapsulate that one sentence, but also here's the thing about vanilla sky you know how tom cruise used to be mr big hollywood hotshot, and now he's a fucking crazy person you can pinpoint the exact moment in this movie where that transformation happens where Uh, he goes from biggest star in hollywood to the weirdest man in hollywood (laughs) you can see it and it's when he's in a club with two faces (laughs) spinning around
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was probably like my least favorite part of the movie but like i do think that like it i don't know i mean i think it's interesting um because it, that part is like very cringeworthy but also like you're supposed to be cringing at him like both kind of at him and with him because it is that thing of like like i mean jason lee is such a dick to him and it's like d- my dude like you're a friend just underwent yeah. like this horrible trauma like i i don't know like and i don't know maybe it's because it's 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 21 years later and like people the way people talk about like mental health and like wellness and like empathy has grown a lot and also Mm -hmm. like probably because like I'm a queer woman so I mostly go out with like Mm -hmm. other queer people and other women but like it is that thing where it's like The number of times I have been out in public and have kind of had a breakdown, and much uh, about things like significantly less uh, important than this. And like when my friends are just like, it's okay, like we got you, like it's all right, like you're allowed to do this, like it's like take up whatever space you need. Like the fact that like this man is like, I am going out for the first time in public. Like, since I have, like, gone through this horrible mm. accident and, like, I'm very self-conscious and very nervous about this. And Jason Lee's like, take your fucking mask off! <laughs> come on! <I> and she's like, <laughs> like, my guy, like, come on. But, I mean, I think yeah. that um, it is very cringeworthy, but it is also that thing of just, like, I don't know, like, you, I, I I really... I really felt for him in a way that's not like, Oh my God, like you are right. And everybody else is wrong, but it's like, Oh, like, Oh, poor baby. Like, like, come on, like, let's go home. Like, let's get you home. Like, 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 stop. You're making an ass of yourself. And like, I get it. And I understand why, but like, let's get you home, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah.
0: See, I will. I, I, I agree. I think that emotionally and also like that bit, the, the, the post accident pre dream stuff. I think that section is the stuff that works the best for me.
1: Interesting.
0: I I think for that reason, like emotionally speaking, because I do just like Tom Cruise kind of being brought low. Like I do just like his traditional movie star persona being run through the mill and then just seeing what happens on the other side. I think that I find that to be very emotionally compelling. And and like also just that scene in the club. uh, And this is okay. So this is a bit of a backhanded compliment to the movie, because then that scene in the club, it is like Jason Lee is being such a shithead. And not only is Jason Lee being a shithead, but like the bartender's being a shithead. He goes to the bathroom and people are like, you're a fucking freak. Like,
1: no, oh. I know. Well, and I, and I watched this movie with my partner. And like, at that moment I turned to her and I was like, I was like, I was like, I wish I could
0: say like, no one would say that
1: in real life. But like, yeah. I was just like, I can't like, like
0: cause like people yeah. fucking suck. And like, yeah, well, that's my thing is like, so so this is my backhand compliment is like, there, I think in individual aspects, especially the Jason Lee stuff. Like, I kind of believe I, I think it's presented a little over the top, but like I definitely believe that like some drunk asshole at a club would be like, fucking what's up with your face, bro? Yeah. But definitely. like definitely between the beginning of the movie, starting with this, you know, the the Times Square dream, which is confusing, but also really fucking cool. Like definitely, definitely super cool.
1: Club striking from like minute one, like he walked out. Um, onto his street, and there were no cars and no people, and like yeah. clearly this is in New York City, mm-hmm. and and like my first thought was like was like oh like I got that like Tom Cruise has to drive, so they had to like actually shut down the street for production. But I'm like I'm like it looks really weird that like there's actually nobody and no cars out. I'm like I was like I was like like in that first yeah. shot outside, I was like you really would have thought that like you know they would have at least had extras milling about, and then he goes through like two or three shots, and I'm like i'm like oh i was like that's like i was like okay i'm here now and then when he gets like increasingly more like where the fuck is everybody like i was like i was like very cool and it's like it is that thing where i was very um without him walking out the door and being like where is everybody Mm -hmm. like you get that feeling of like where the fuck is everybody without like them having to say anything which i thought was really
0: cool it's a stunning sequence it's like really 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 well done but like between that and the fact that the fact that the structure of this movie is that it is basically a memory play that's going on while tom cruise is in a dream jail and the memory play that he's reenacting is when he wasn't in a dream an eternal dream Yes, But also sometimes in that, in the real world, he will have dreams in the real world. Like, that is just a confusing-ass structure. By the time I get to the end of it, I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And also, but like, then when scenes, which again, a scene I like, when you get to, I think the sort of vague romantic oddness of his thing with, um uh Diaz and then the kind of how fast it goes with uh Cruz and then especially by the time you get to the bar scene and it's like his best friend hates him and he's got a weird ass mask on and everyone in town just hates him and I'm like well this entire thing kind of operates on dream logic so like by the time you're actually in the dream it like it I'm like it's 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 all been a dream it's all kind of big you know in terms of its logic it's all like mush
1: Well, yeah, no, I mean, definitely. And I mean, I think too, that like, I mean, you're definitely right. Um, It doesn't bother me quite as much and it might just be because it's my first viewing, but like a lot of the early stuff and just like a lot of the scene work before like we get to like end of act two, beginning of act three, where like things kind of like devolve into madness almost, but like, Mm a lot of the scene work is presented very like realistically yeah um like very just like naturally um and so like i when things started to get a little like more upsetting around that point like it has not yet brought even brought up the fact that like but what if this is a dream other than the fact that like tom cruise has nightmares Mm -hmm. and like there has been that recurring thing, um thing not theme I realize I said that kind of funny but like there is that recurring thing of like weird things kind of play out and then he wakes up and you realize it's been a nightmare sequence yeah So like while there are some scenes where you're just like like is this real or is this a nightmare but it is that thing where it's like with hindsight it is I think a not obvious choice, but like, I'm able to read it. I was like, Oh yeah, that's a decision they made to be like, you know, um, we want that tension of you never really knowing what is a dream and what's not. So you kind of take everything through the perspective of like, of like, you have to view the movie. of like, this is all three times perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that when they then get to the nightmare stuff, it then retroactively makes more sense because you're like well so much of the first half of this movie is kind of built on the tension of like is this real or is he about to wake up yeah when you get to the back half of the movie and you're like well over half of this film is actually a nightmare but like only a third of the film was nightmares either nightmares within the nightmare or nightmares within the real world and like only like 25 percent of the film is Actually, memory from reality, but it is his mm-hmm. memory because he's regaling the tale to Kurt Russell. I think that like, I don't know that it's really like clear. And you're right, the logic is kind of extremely messy and sloppy. But I think like if you just like if you kind of just like what basically what I had to do is I had to just be like, okay, like he keeps waking up and sometimes he doesn't, but like we keep switching back and forth and we're switching back and forth between timelines, and then like beyond even the nightmare stuff like kurt russell will like ask him a question and he'll be like i don't know you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he has you know um in in what's the word he has like a like an unreliable like recollection of events too and like theoretically he's um saying all of these things out loud and like we are being told the story by him so it is that thing where um like I kind of just had to turn my brain off and stop being like, okay, like, is this real? Is this a dream? Whatever. And I just kind of had to take that for, for like, granted that like, Hey, like some of this is going to be a dream. Some of this is going to be real. And if it's important for me to know, like they're going to tell me. And if it's not like that, that ambiguity is fine. And then when you get to the end and they do kind of explain everything, it's like, you're right. Some of the logic, I guess, doesn't congeal in a, I'm going to sit down and track the timeline of this movie on paper, but like, I feel like emotionally at all, like kind of works. Yeah. I mean, it is like experientially as a, as a work of cinema.
0: Yeah. I, 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 you know, and I'm not trying to be too like cinema Cincy about it or whatever. No, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. Yeah. It's just, it is, it is only a problem for me. (sighs) And it didn't improve upon my second viewing. I think because I'm just like, I kind of am not, I'm not emotionally here for these characters most of the time. Like, sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm with you, Tommy C, but, like, I don't care about his relationship, so, like, most of it is just me kind of being carried along and just being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, okay, all right, sure, I g- yeah, you know, like and then by the time it gets to the end especially on second viewing like knowing what's going to come I'm like oh, okay so and when he wakes up it's the vanilla sky and that's when everything starts to get better and why would julie gianni just be there to help him off the ground like why you know like all that stuff is you, you mean sofia serrano track, or Sophia serrano oh but which one do i mean that's the oh. question
1: <laughs>
0: no you're right yeah so like that's yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of my, like, big take on this movie. Um, there is, I mean, but there's, like, so much. I, I don't find this movie to be, uh, you know, bad. I think on a whole, I think it's better than it is. I think, to me, all the stuff that is interesting and weird and cool about this movie, like, outweighs the stuff that I think is sloppy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Tom Cruise is good in it. He is going to some places, but he is. Good. I agree.
1: It's it's like maybe one of my favorite Tom Cruise roles.
0: I I would also kind of agree that like this is. I watched this in the midst of like last year for some reason. I got into like well, I guess was, oh Jesus, I guess it was like a year and a half ago. Like kind of tail end of the main thrust of lockdown. I got into like a weird Tom Cruise like vibe. Yeah. And I was watching a lot of Cruise. And uh, yeah, I I also agree because he just, he's doing a lot of different stuff. Um, I still don't know if I like Diaz or not. I I haven't decided. I'm not sure. It must needs be remarked. She does utter my favorite line of dialogue in all of cinema. Do you Do do, you know what that is?
1: No, not off the top of my head. Is it going to be the cum
0: line? I swallowed your cum, that means something. (laughs)
2: Uh, as, put, soon as, as soon as you said that, that's exactly where I thought you Carson were going. Carson is canceled. <laughs> I am. I have, so, I have hereby canceled Carson. It's such a good line. I want.
0: I've told. I've told my roommate because I say it all the time. I want. Oh <laughs> I. <laughs> I do. She. I mean, she knows what it's from. Like you know. Yeah. But like I've, I I want it. I want to. I want a cross stitch of it, and I want to put it on the wall. <laughs> That's hell. That's <laughs> hell world. I
2: no, know, I know it is. I'm gonna have I love to embroider that for you. Oh, she, please. she took up embroidery during COVID. I'm gonna oh make sure my that God. happens.
0: Please, I love it. It's it's great. It's se- <laughs> sex is a promise you made with your body. I swallowed your cum. That means something. And then she drives the car up the bridge. Oh, what a boss bitch! Oh my god, incredible! You know what? I've decided I like Cameron Diaz in this movie. I think uh, I do
1: too. And like, that's the thing is, like, I generally don't like Cameron Diaz. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know a lot of people really like no, her. I get it. I, I just like, can I, never yeah. get on board mm-hmm. with her. Like, I always, I don't know, like, I, I just, I, I never really like Cameron Diaz and things. And it was that like scene where she's going off the rails and like driving where I was kind of like, I was like, okay, Cameron, like, like like I'm locked in with you now. Like I mm-hmm. normally, cause I mean, like clearly she is playing like mentally unstable, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, uh, and I was just kind of like, I was kind of like, Cameron, like you're selling me, like you don't normally sell me. Like I normally see this, this veneer of like ironic try hard with, maybe not even ironic try hard, but just kind of like um, almost like winky, like I'm in Cameron Diaz. I know I'm in a movie. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I I feel like I always feel this kind of like wink to the camera with Cameron Diaz, um, even when it's like not there. Um, Like even when it's not there, like textually. Yeah. And that was kind of the moment where I'm kind of like, Oh, like you're acting like overshadowed that for me. And like, I believed you as a person who was losing their goddamn mind
0: mm-hmm. this yeah i i mean i agree i too i have issues with diaz i very rarely kind of find her to be a compelling screen presence i mean like but those movies in which she goes really big and really weird are usually the ones where i connect like i like her in this i like her a lot in being john malkovich have you wait have you have you seen gangs of new york uh yes yes she yes. is Disaster. I mean, like that is the movie that I watched. I was like, oh, maybe Cameron Diaz just isn't a good actor. Because she yeah. is disastrous. New York? She is. And she is disastrous. Like yeah. she is because well, that bad. was like peak Diaz. And like I'm sure Scorsese mm-hmm.
1: was just like, you know, um, I'm sure he was just like, oh, she's like she's like, you know, a really hot actress yeah. right now. And I don't mean hot, like sexually attractive. I mean hot, like, yeah. oh, she's like getting a lot of work and is like very popular yeah. and is like yeah. really killing it. Um Like I should like I'm Martin Scorsese. I should work with her. Like that's what I should do. Yeah, you know it is that thing of like she's only been in you know like for the most part like Mm -hmm. like contemporary comedies. Like I bet like she could really shine if we put her in like a period piece or like I bet like wouldn't she love the chance to like do some like quote unquote real fucking acting
0: you know and uh, it goes pretty poorly. Uh, yeah, she's, I mean, next to, I mean, that movie, what do you, do you, do you like that movie, Caroline?
1: I haven't seen it in, like, years. It um, is. I probably haven't seen uh, it in 10 years, and I remember thinking, like, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking, like, oh, like, pretty, pretty neat little movie. Um, yeah.
0: Because
1: it's like, it's like Leo and Day-Lewis, so, like. I,
0: look, it's, I will say it is Leo not fully all the way there like he's maybe 70 percent of the way to having a you know a whole performance there. just to day lewis just fucking i mean wrecking maybe it. maybe literally wrecking it doing maybe his most as much as day lewis will do some truly like out of the box weird shit and make it seem naturalistic he is he's firing at all cylinders in that thing oh um, yeah yeah but like and then yeah, every time cameron diaz comes on the street it's bad and like oh, i mean yeah, it is. she's just been in so many comedies and she's bad And I think, all of them. She's, you've seen There's Something About, About Mary?
1: A long time oh ago. Oh my lord, yeah.
0: I watched that thing for the first time like a year and a half ago and I'm here to tell you, that thing is trash. No, yeah, I, uh, see, I
1: saw that when I was like, I saw that when I was like 16, so I was like, this is the funniest fucking movie ever. Yeah, no, Because it's, I love the 90s, like, went mm-hmm. off on like how fucking great that movie was and so I watched it when I was like 16 and I am just like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever I've ever seen this is so fucking funny. And mm-hmm. like I uh have not revisited it. And um from the director of Green Book. Anyway, Vanilla yep. Sky. Vanilla Sky. And,
2: oh, really quickly, I'll be yeah. here to defend Cameron Diaz. Uh I, I don't know that I can pick a movie that I think she's like phenomenally revolutionary mm-hmm. good in, but like she's someone who strikes me, with the exception of I guess Gangs of New York uh as someone who like knows what she does and who she is and gets the assignment uh mm-hmm. the one movie i absolutely adore her in besides the holiday
0: mm. is uh, she is also crazy um, in the holiday.
2: is charlie's angels i think that movie fucking slaps fires on all cylinders it's been I've so long since one. i've
1: seen that well I, okay i don't dislike cameron diaz like i don't think she's like a bad person or anything and i'm not like oh my god what a fucking hack <laughs> generally speaking i think you're right Corey. i think that like i i don't think cameron always understands the assignment but i think frequently cameron like i think like one of her best movies is the holiday because the holiday is kind of not very good <laughs> and I think it's okay like, to be wrong yeah i know Corey. it is okay for you to be wrong about the holiday <laughs> no um no and I mean but I think like the thing is is like the holiday is so like weird and stilted and like it has to make so many like long walks for like the short Mm -hmm. drinks of water it's getting and it's very just like overly like overly complex and just like kind of when you look at it really silly and I think Cameron Diaz in that is like that thing of like it is that like almost knowing wank to the camera it's like it's like i don't yeah. necessarily enjoy watching that because it's just like whatever but it's like compare her performance to kate winslet in that movie where like yeah. kate winslet is like i'm doing like like i'm fucking doing like i'm doing check off right now yes. and like the yes. thing yes. i am okay. the thing i am um <laughs> like so upset about is that I have to cover my exes who I still work with, who I'm still in love with sweating with the woman she cheated on for me with for work. And Cameron Diaz is like, haha, Like I'm going to London for a holiday. Like watch me, watch me put this, uh, watch me turn on this blender without the lid on it. Oh no. (laughs) Like I don't think she does that in that movie, but like it's very much that energy. And like, I think she's like fine (laughs) doing that. I just think that like, I think the movies that she's the best in are just not really my cup of tea. I and I think when she, like, when you slot her into something like this, where it's like, all right, Cameron, like, let's get fucking serious. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. just like, also not my cup of tea. But like, but I didn't like her in this. I did like her in this, especially yeah. post, especially post car crash scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she does the, like, <laughs> I'm a spooky nightmare girl. Like, yeah. she actually does yeah. that really well. Like, the way she just, like, like looks into your fucking soul with malice, but like this weird, like, I'm going to fuck you, malice. Like, I think she she like, I think she kind of nails
0: it. Yeah, well, because it's the beginning, the pre-dream portion of the movie. She is like such like a quote unquote problematic trope. She's like a, you know, she's like a a woman you fuck and then throw to the side, but then, oh no, she's a black widow. She's going to come and kill you. Like, like that is, such a like she's such a nonsense character, and like not a very good bit of representation, and then like, but then the turn of turning that into like, okay, so Tom Cruise plays like a shitty, like a shitty, lightly sex addicted billionaire. What would that guy's worst nightmare be? and it's like a womany boned coming back to get him like yes, like but- that that works, and she does play that really well. I mean, we gotta oh lord this thing. I do want to say this movie. I say this ironically because the other two movies came out after it. Does steal two of my favorite um two of my favorite bits of plot minutia from The Matrix Resurrections and 2016's Serenity. Uh <laughs> just wait, have you seen Serenity? I've not. I've okay, not. We've got, We're going to do that on the Patreon at some point. That's not a main feed movie, but it'll happen. Um but I, I did watching it this last time I was like ah oh, Lana Wachowski you fucking stole this <laughs>
1: What just the, the, the just, bit at the end with the sky or No jumping
0: off the roof all the stuff oh, about gotcha. you got to take a leap or, of faith
1: yeah Gotcha yeah.
0: A thing that I think works much better in the Matrix Resurrections, to me at least. Definitely. Um, I, definitely. I do before we finish, I do think I do need to mention the other scene that I think just like works is when he's in the bar. And the guy is just like, yeah, you can. <laughs> this entire reality is a dream and you can control it. And then everyone in the bar just looks at him like, yeah. That's yep. another that's, cool. that's that is another good one. Because that's like Cameron Crowe is not. Is a filmmaker that I think is very, very interesting because I find his movies to be either pretty good and then all the way down to utter failures of cinema, like Elizabeth Town and fucking Aloha and all that stuff. But like he he does occasionally capture these just like very compelling bits of screencraft. Like he does he has these little jolts of brilliance where i'm just like yeah i mean and i do just want to keep watching this thing yeah. you know
1: no and cameron crowe is one of those people for me like weirdly enough i think very much like in the in the like realm of like Zack snyder mm-hmm. where it's like it's like i think it's like a technical like as somebody who like knows how to like shoot and edit together a scene and direct actors like mm-hmm. through that work i think like I think you are so good at like technical, like technically directing films. Mm -hmm. And I hate everything you fucking (laughs) write on the page. Yeah, Like, can we just, like, can we make a law where like Cameron Crowe and Zack Snyder can only be directors for hire? Like, can can we make that a law? Because like, I think they could do some really fucking interesting stuff if like you get a fucking like, like bang up screenwriter writing something very like, I don't know. Like they both work. I mean, I guess Cameron Crowe like vaguely works in like genre. He does that weird thing where it's like with this and like almost famous and like mm-hmm. um, stuff where it's like it's like it's. He does he shoots things very like naturally and very like realistically, but like they, cinematically. Or like story-wise like do fall under genre but he like does them a little bit more like intimately like this is like soft thigh-thigh, you know like especially mm-hmm. there at the end but like you know he never does until the very end um where they're on the roof he never does like the full inception thing of like and then the walls start caving in and like yeah. things start twisting and like oh no it's slow motion and you're flying through the air but in slow motion it, he just he just does the like he does like the the social nightmare Um, you know, and so it's like, it's like, he kind of does genre stuff, but he kind of does like, but it is, it does settle in like a state of like naturalism through a lot of like the, the the direct or like the, the scene work. And I just think that like, if you gave this man like a coherent script, I think he could really direct the shit out of it in a way that like could really like work and like resonate with people, And I just think that like when you give him when you say like, okay, Cameron, like write write me a story and then direct it. I think it just kind of doesn't work a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: it's really weird. I'm looking now because I do think he's written. All I think he's like movies. written and directed
1: everything. I don't yeah. know that he's ever been a director for Hire and it's the same thing too with fucking Zack Snyder.
0: Yeah, he just insists upon, He just, yeah, you need like a really st- a good screenwriter and like a strong producer who's got to be there being like, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I know that that image is cool and compelling, but when you can, when you use, when you contrast the image to the next image that you use and also the thing that the people are saying, thematically what you're saying is not the thing you think that you're saying. Like, exactly. You, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, but I mean, Miller Sky, this movie's just so. I, I also think it's just such a weird. I am also fascinated by this movie because it is such a weird artifact of 90s popular cinema. Of like, one, we say it all the time, this thing would not get made today. And if it did, it'd be like a straight to Hulu, you know, type of thing. Um, and two, it's just like, yep, big movie star can sell something that people have known you know an adaptation of a spanish of like a short spanish film um and and it's also it's just like it is at this critical like junction in tom cruise's career well, tom I cruise it's a, and
1: cameron crow because this is yeah and after this is, it's this, all, is this crow's first movie post jerry Maguire, or does he yes. sneak one in in between
0: yes it's jerry Maguire, and then he wanted to do more with with Cruise. Right, yes. Yeah. And then, or wait, or maybe Almost Famous is between... I think you I might... I think Almost Famous was before Jerry Maguire. That's what I thought too, but I'm not sure. But then, I just know that after this, it is all downhill. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, uh, Tom, Cruise is back now. Almost Famous He's... is in between them. Almost Famous is yeah. 2000. Okay, and okay. then this is
1: 2001.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise is like fully i think back now because he's the mission impossible guy right and yeah. he is and he is mr mission impossible like that is his entire thing um but then after this it's like cameron crow one of the most beloved directors of the late 80s and early 90s is just is just gone is just it's it's this and then elizabeth town and then we bought a zoo and then aloha and he has done anything since and it's, here's the thing about we bought a zoo it's a good movie. I've heard We Bought a Zoo is good. I, I have heard that. I have not seen it. It is that and Singles are the two Cameron Crowe movies I have not seen. What is We Bought a Zoo about? It's Mark about- buys a zoo. No, <laughs> Matt Damon buys a zoo. Matt Damon buys a zoo. Man, if it was Mark Wahlberg buys bought a zoo.
1: <laughs> See, the joke oh. I was making is uh, the title- uh, Oh, shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: about how they bought a zoo. Yeah, it's uh, Matt Damon and Scarlett Johansson, and, and they buy a zoo- and then they gotta run a zoo. That's crazy. Isn't that like, oh, based hey, on it a true story, or did I make that up? I think it is. Oh, hey, you know what? You know why maybe this is a better movie? Because the screenplay, Cameron crowe has a credit, but it is mostly by Aline Brosh McKenna, the woman who produced uh Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
1: Oh, nice. Nice, oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah, so like, but I mean, have y'all seen Elizabeth Town? No, I've heard it is unwatchable. It is uh, bad. <laughs> it is bad. I would argue that it's kind of bad in a sort of interesting way. And then Aloha is a movie that I could not finish because it was boring. Um, but yeah, it's it's this very weird junction in cinema in the 90s. And for that reason and for its just overwhelming oddness, I do I do have a weird love for this thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine myself watching this again, like literally anytime soon, but like I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. If this movie, let me put it this way. Um, and I don't really go to Walmart much anymore because like I hate going to Walmart. But they have the $5, they have the $5 DVD bin Mm
0: -hmm. at
1: Walmart or a Blu-ray bin at Walmart. And if I was trolling through the $5 Blu-ray bin at Walmart and Vanilla Sky was there for $5. I would almost certainly buy it. Mm. Let me put it that way. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, get that. It I is, get that.
1: It is not like a favorite movie of mine. I don't think it's really reshaped any opinions I have on like film or cinema, but like I enjoyed watching it. And I think as a work of, art it is like strange and like if you think about it if you think about it for too long it's kind of stupid but if you like can kind of just like jump on its wavelength and just be like okay like i'm here like i am gonna watch this man go through like an emotional journey and Mm -hmm. like like i think i think it works i think it pretty much works pretty successfully all
0: right okay well in a way that i was not expecting to and that might be because my expectations were so low (laughs) Yeah, I might have. I might have unfortunately set your expectations a little on the low side. Yeah, but yeah. Well, um, I mean, any last thoughts about Vanilla Sky*? Um, I have a last thought, sort okay. of a
2: wide-reaching retrospective. Oh, please yes. <laughs> thought. I've been so interested by this whole conversation because the entire time we were watching this movie, I, let me rephrase that. I've been interested in the fact that Caroline was like, "Yeah, I'm super into this," and Carson is like, "I mean."
1: Yeah. Yeah. I expect
2: <laughs> this. The entire time I was watching this, I was like, this doesn't make sense to me that Carson brought this and Caroline didn't. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> like it felt the whole time I was like, what? I don't understand. I yeah. just don't get it um so i just wanted to share that last little fun nugget of thought that i had no i mean it is
1: definitely it is definitely that thing where i'm like i'm like it's kind of weird and stupid but it's weird and stupid in a way that i like so yeah Yeah. (laughs) i kind of like that it's a little
0: weird and a little stupid but like yeah it's a a real it's a real venom (laughs) <laughs> get them right, venom get them uh, venom oh man they should do a sequel where venom's in it that's been my thing recently my life my main life bit has just been like oh yeah what if like venom was in that <laughs> <laughs> okay cory do you want to tell the nice people where they can
1: find us on the internet i
2: would very much <laughs> if you are still here after that venom joke and you like what you hear please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts uh leaving a review also really helps boost the visibility of the show Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at H-H-Y-N-S-Pod. Special thank you to our patrons. Uh, If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash H-H-Y-N-S-Pod. We have multiple levels all with their own perks ranging from one to twenty five dollars a month as i said if you're interested in hearing more please visit patreon.com slash h h y n s pod and these two actually don't know this but i just posted while they were uh talking our dark knight commentary Ooh, oh so, hell yeah uh, nice. that is the newest addition to the patreon um and yeah, our episode on Star Wars, Star Wars will be going out probably either today or tomorrow. So lots of really fun, exciting stuff. Today or tomorrow, a time Patreon. of recording or today or tomorrow uh, yeah, when this episode today or tomorrow, comes tomorrow out. March 5th or 6th, we yeah. record okay, these out of great. order. Take a we show. do, you, we you, do. We haven't had a drink in a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah
1: because the, the next episode we're going to do comes out before this
0: episode, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yes. cool, rad, great. Yes. Yeah, it sure do. Take your drink, we record these out of order. Okay, love great. it, love it, love it. <laughs>
0: Caroline, what the hell are we doing next week? I feel like any any movie post Vanilla Sky is going to be a weird a weird turn. Yes.
1: Um any movie post Vanilla Sky would be a weird turn. Um but we are taking a, a, a we are going a very 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 different place. Next week we will be discussing uh Guillermo del Toro's not his first film but certainly his breakthrough film in the non-Spanish speaking world. Um we are going to be watching Pan's Labyrinth.
0: Ooh, okay. Which I that one
1: still kind of can't believe you haven't seen, but yeah, that is the thrust of the podcast. Makes no sense. So. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm
0: excited for it though. We'll see you next week.
1: We will see you guys next week.